In this week's episode, I answer a question about how to do everything on your to-do list every day. Hello and welcome to episode 196 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. Now, my guess is if you're listening to this podcast, you'll be using a task manager or to-do list of some kind. And you will likely have discovered that you have a lot more to do than time available each day. You are not alone. There is far more to do than we will ever have time for. But that does not mean it's a lost battle. There are things we can do that will ensure the right things are being done each day. So things that matter do get done. Now, before we get to the question and answer, I strongly recommend you download my Areas of Focus workbook. Part of the answer to this week's question is really understanding what is important to you. Without this knowledge, you are going to be like a rudderless ship, just sailing around and round with no clear destination. The link to the download is in the show notes and don't worry, I won't be asking you for your email address. Just go to my downloads page, click on the Areas of Focus workbook and boom, you can get it. Okay, it's time for me now to hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Lucy. Lucy asks, Hi Carl. I recently discovered you through your blog, and I hope you can help me. I'm trying to get more organized, but no matter how hard I try, I can never get all my work done. I don't know if it's a problem with me or something I'm doing wrong. Can I ask if you get all your work done every day? Thank you, Lucy, for your question. And I can answer it in just one word. No. No, I don't get all my work done every day. There's just too much to do. But I do start the day with a list of objectives or outcomes I want from the day and with those, I generally do get them done. Let me explain. On most days, I will have around 20 to 25 tasks to complete. These tasks include my prioritised tasks as well as my routines. Now, the way to start with this is to understand that while we can control what we do each day, we cannot control how much time we have. Time is fixed. The only variable in the equation is your activity. Now, activity can be affected by a number of things. Our energy levels, whether we got enough sleep, outside events such as family emergencies, client and customer demands and our bosses. We cannot control these. 
our energy levels and how much sleep we get depends on many things. You might wake up with a cold which makes you feel dreadful or one of your children wakes up in the middle of the night and cannot get back to sleep. There's just too many variables here. Yet the clock will keep ticking no matter how you feel or what emergency you come into work and face. So we need to get strategic and to do that we need to ask a simple question each day. What do I want to get accomplished today? Now imagine you've been on a two-day training course and you have not been able to stay on top of your email and messages while you were away. You could begin the day with an objective to get your email and messages under control. That might take you two or three hours but if you have decided that is one of your outcomes for the day then you open your calendar and schedule it. Block out two or three hours and call it communication time. Now let us imagine you woke up this morning with a headache. Your muscles ache and you feel awful. Not a great condition to be in to get a lot of work done. So what do you do? Well, ask the question. Based on how I feel today, what do I want to get accomplished? In this situation, you may only be able to catch up on your reading or clear your email and messages. You can look at your list of things to do and decide to postpone some of the more difficult work to later in the week when, hopefully, you feel a lot better. On a day-to-day -day basis, you want to have two or three must-do tasks and begin the day knowing very clearly what completing those tasks will look like. For instance, I have three, three things I want to get accomplished today. Write this podcast script, exercise and do day eight of a 10-day course I am doing. That's just three things and to accomplish those three things I will need four hours. Two hours for this script, an hour for my exercise and an hour for the course. Having an estimate of how long each activity will take does help you. I've been writing podcast scripts for nearly four years now so I know how long they take. I exercise for around 40 minutes each day and take a shower afterwards so that means I need about an hour for that and the course I am taking will take one hour. For most of your tasks, because you will have probably done them before, you will have a reasonably good chance of estimating how long they will take to complete. So out of the 24 hours I have today, I only need four of those hours for my must-do tasks. Even if this script takes longer than usual, I have plenty of time. As for everything else, I will do what I can to complete them, but if not, I'm not going to beat myself up. I can reschedule these for another day. Now here's a little secret. A lot of what you have on your to-do list probably doesn't need doing. There's a story I heard about Napoleon. Napoleon instructed his servants not to give him his mail when it arrived, but to put it to one side for three weeks and then give it to him. What he discovered is that by waiting three weeks before reading a message, 70% of the problems in those letters had fixed themselves. Now I've found that to be true today. I often receive emails through the night from students asking me where the workbook for a course is. I then find further up in my inbox is another email from the same student telling me I don't need to reply because they've found it. 
it's surprising how often that happens. Rushing to respond to things quickly is not necessarily a more effective use of your time. By slowing down, you give the other person time to find the answer themselves. A lot of issues tend to resolve themselves without you getting involved. One of the many things I've learned from Tony Robbins is to think in terms of desired outcomes rather than how many to-dos do I need to complete today. If we take the email example as an illustration, on a day-to-day -day basis, I am in control of my email, but occasionally I fall behind with it. When that happens, I will make it an outcome to get my email back under control. Another example would be if you have a project that has stalled or is going wrong. You could make it an outcome to get the project fixed and moving forward again. So to achieve that outcome, what do you need to do today? In this scenario, it's likely all you need to do is take a look at your project notes and decide what the very next thing you could do to get it moving forward is. A phone call, a message or an email. If there is something on your mind, what could you do to get it off your mind? It's often something you haven't written down or given much thought to that is taking, a lot, lot, taking up a lot of cognitive space in your head. And the best thing to resolve this issue is to get it out of your head and decide what needs to happen next. You may not need to do that today, but the very act of getting it out of your head and making a decision about what needs to happen next will stop you from stressing about it. It's really about starting the day and deciding what are your must-dos for the day are. Now, hopefully you are aware of my 2 plus 8 prioritization method. This is where you select two tasks for the day that must be done, and you will not go to bed until they are done. Then you select eight other tasks that you will do what you can to get them done, but it wouldn't be the end of the world if you don't complete them. To me, my two objectives for the day are non-negotiable. They get done. The other eight I complete most days, but occasionally I do need to reschedule them. Get comfortable with that. There will be days when you cannot complete them. All you need to do is give yourself a few minutes at the end of the day to look at what you did not do and reschedule them. One or two may become your must-dos tomorrow, and that's fine. Now, how do you know what's important and what can be skipped? Well, that comes down to, again, knowing what you want and your areas of focus. Anything related to your goals or areas of focus must take priority over everything else. Now, this is not easy. For instance, you may have an important presentation to prepare for and you have exercise on your list of things to do today. It might be tempting to skip your exercise so you can spend an extra hour on your presentation. No, no, no. Don't do this. Exercise will come from your areas of focus of health and fitness and it is a non-negotiable part of your day. By all means, reduce the length of your exercise session if you must, but don't skip it. Sitting, sitting at a desk for four hours will not help you build a better presentation. Giving yourself a break to exercise, when you do come back to your presentation after exercise, you will have a lot more clarity and energy and will get a lot more done than if you just tried to plough on. 
knowing what your long-term goals are, where your areas of focus fit into your life, and having a clear plan for achieving these ensures that the most important things in your life take priority. As long as the tasks associated with these areas of your life are being done when they need doing, you're going to feel more accomplished and in control of the events in your life. For your core work, the work you are paid to do, try to create a process for doing these tasks. For instance, if part of your job is to contact 10 sales prospects each day, then make sure you have sufficient time set aside each day for doing this. If part of your core work is to review the day's activity log, looking for potential issues from your customers, this must be prioritised. It's your job. If it takes 30 minutes, then block those 30 minutes on your calendar. Ultimately, your long-term goal activities come first. If you are consistent with this, then you will find the tasks associated with these goals will be minimal on a daily basis. Next, make sure your areas of focus are done. For instance, if in your health and fitness area of focus you have a plan to exercise a minimum of three times per week, then make sure your exercise times are scheduled. Then for your core work, get those tasks scheduled too. Once you have these three areas scheduled and you are consistent at getting them done, you will always be moving forward on the important things. I think most people struggle because they prioritize the wrong things, the latest and loudest. Sure, these may be important and you may have to negotiate some time with yourself to deal with them. You should still return to the base of long-term goals come first, then areas of focus, then your core work. I hope that has helped, Lucy. Thank you so much for your question and thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. Mm-hmm.